something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show PBA USBC Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started this show in 2002, and since then, he's recorded over 1,200 shows, featuring over 450 different guests. That's a literal who's who in bowling. In 1995, Len finished his lane conditioning relationship with the PBA in that same year. John Davis of the Kegel Company did ask him for his professional lane maintenance guidance. He's been with Kegel ever since. It's always fun and informative, and now the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club is here for all you future PBA Hall of Famers. The Phantom will tell you more. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Cagle Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. For all of your lane maintenance needs, including... 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kaggle Company. So go to kaggle.net. Well, Phantom fans, to start with, I'm an old-timer. I started bowling in a junior league 67 years ago in 1956. On my team was an all-time great Hall of Famer, Billy Hardwick. And he is in both USBC, and the PBA Hall of Fame. I was also out there on tour as a lane man in 1972 when Mark Roth came on the Pro Bowler's tour and he changed the game. Then in 2007, right here on Phantom Radio, I interviewed an amateur who was an amateur sensation. He was winning tournaments around the world. He also went on to change the game, and now everyone is familiar with Jason Belmonte. Well, once again, I find myself going to be a witness of bowling history. I recently went to a PBA junior tournament, and I saw greatness in a young 16-year-old female. And mark my words, she will be the next super, superstar in our great sport. I've seen them all, and she is destined for greatness. And she's here with us this week. So how about a big hello to Caitlin Abagonia. Hello, Caitlin. Hi, Lynn. How you doing? I'm good. Um, glad to be on here. I'm very honored for you to mention me and think about me, so thank you again. Well, I tell you, I met your dad on the phone a long time ago. And uh, we had a nice conversation. I'd heard all about you. And we could talk for hours and hours, but I want to get down to the brass tacks with you. So I want to thank you for being here with us this week. And I know you've had plenty of interviews. So are you ready for this one? I'm ready, Len. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sweetheart. You know, uh, you're only 16 and you possess skills way beyond your age. 
in the beginning, who was the most responsible for teaching you the basic fundamentals? Well, my first coach is Coach Barry Brown. He started coaching me since I was like five or six, and he taught me the basics to bowling and basically the discipline of being an athlete. Uh, he was really there for me for more than half of my life. Um, we worked every week. He also coached my older brother, Josh. Um, and me and my brother, Josh, we like to credit all of our success to him. Um, he recently moved to Missouri, so we don't see him anymore. Uh, but he's definitely enjoying the time over there now. But, yeah, I I have nothing but gratitude for Coach Barry. Um, he was there before anyone else. So, yeah. Wow, that's very nice of you to remember him. And uh, i tell you what, he did a wonderful job with you because the basics of, of fundamentals are really important, and you've got them, you possess them. And, okay, now that he's gone away and, and you said he was with you for half your life, so he left you about when you were eight or nine years old. So how about now that you've become more advanced? Who's working with you now? Well, um, Coach Mark Baker, uh, well, he's been there since I was around eight or nine. Um, I studied under him as long as uh, Coach Barry, but he is based in Orange, California, so he's minimum like two hours away from me. So I, I only saw him ever so often, but I definitely started seeing him more once I started really taking bowling seriously. That would be when I won my first junior gold. Um, I have to say Mark Baker is the most knowledgeable coach I've ever worked with, and I owe so much credit to him. Um, every little physical problem I had, he would just see it, and he would always tell me immediately. He would never sugarcoat anything. He just told me the straight facts, and I really appreciated that. Um, but, yeah, just I'm, I'm sure you know him. He's very knowledgeable, very helpful, and he's also bold on tour, so – he gets me when I tell him my mental struggles and how they might sit, slip into my, the physical part of my bowling. So, yeah, a lot of my growth I owe to Coach Mark for sure. Uh, I last saw him before PBA Junior Nationals in Ohio, and I worked with him, and it definitely paid off, um, you know, how I made step ladder for the first time, finished fourth this year, average 220-something. So I did much better despite, um, you know, being injured a little bit before that. But, yeah, Coach Mark Baker is my coach, and I have so much to thank him for. So, yeah. Well, good for you. You got a hold of a good coach because I don't care how many times you bowl league or how many tournaments you bowl, it's always great to have another set of eyes keeping an eye on you. And he's a very, very knowledgeable guy, great bowler back in the time. I remember him being on the tour. He won a few tournaments, and he was a heck of an athlete, too. Besides that, I heard he was a great basketball player down there in Los Angeles, but I never saw him play basketball. But he's a knowledgeable guy, and I'm glad that you have him as a coach. But, you know, I mentioned uh, I met your dad on the phone, and I also met Joshua, your other brother, and the other brother, too, John, and it shows that, you guys are a true bowling family. So I have one question that I didn't ask your dad. Uh, does your mom bowl too? <laughs> um, mom does not bowl, um, like, at all. I I only remember her. 
trying the bowl once, but she stopped after like a game. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's her thing. Uh, she's definitely more of a, I watch my kids bowl and cheer on all of them. Um, sometimes I wish she bowled, but I wouldn't change it because her support is, it's just as much as, you know, maybe her having more knowledge, but there's always those people that you need to support you besides the bowling. And she's that person. So I'm really grateful despite her not being a bowler. Yeah, I bet she's wonderful, um, not only in your bowling game, but uh, I can see I've been around a long time, like I said. I saw you and your brothers uh, compete, and you guys are just wonderful kids. Uh, you're well-disciplined. you got great games. And, uh, you know, not only the, the physical game is important, but who taught you the importance of having a such a good mental game? Um, uh, funny story, actually, I've never really worked with a mental coach before. Um, I definitely trained myself and made myself knowledgeable of the mental part of sports because I do believe it's such a big thing. And you see it in all sports, especially in such a high level that uh, myself, my brothers bowl at. Um, I would say mental game is like 60% of, you know, what you do out being phys uh being physical is definitely the more like the greater part of it but you can't be at your best if your mind isn't at your best but I did go to camp for developmental junior team USA um last year and at camp I had a coach his name was Mike Shady um he worked with all of us mentally and it really did help my performance since um, I would say I was in a slump from 2020, so basically COVID years up until, um, like, 2022 after I had PBA Junior Nationals in Texas. So when I went to camp, it was, like, ju early July, right before Junior Gold. Um, one thing that what he said really that stuck with me is, he told me to always give 100%, even if I'm not at 100%. So if I'm at 75%, give 100% of that 75. Um, I, it really stuck with me because I realized that even though I'm not at 100% at all times, I can give all that I have, and that's all I can do. So he also taught me to control the controllables. Um, he also told me to focus on the journey um, to what I want to accomplish and not the result. Um, after being talked to about the mental part of competition in bowling, I saw extreme improvement in my game, and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of my competitors as well. So I like to, um, you know, kind of spread mental positivity to younger athletes, especially I try to help out my little brother um, because he's just starting and I know if he gets that mental improvement, he's going to be so much ahead than other people his age. Yeah, you mentioned the one word, uh, positive. you got to keep thinking positive no matter what happens. You know, everybody runs into obstacles and hurdles along the way. But only the successful people uh, get around those obstacles and get over those hurdles. But, uh, yeah, I know Mike Shady, too. 
another brilliant guy. He's got a great mind. He was a good bowler on tour. I, I believe he's coaching one of the colleges now. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Um, I think he's definitely already Team USA coaching. Um, that's the only time I see him because he's based in, I think, um, Iowa. I'm not sure where, but somewhere in that little area. So that's very far from me, so I only see him at camp. <laughs> All right. So, listen, I got a couple more questions I want to ask you, but I want to talk a little bit about this uh, Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club that we started. And uh, we started on a March 15th, about a month ago. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the response has been unbelievable. And, you know, uh, we have over 80 people have joined us in less than a month. And uh, I'm in contact with a lot of them just to get them started. Everybody knows you. So <laughs> you're well respected amongst your peers out there. And you mentioned uh, the other day that you were on television, the stepladder. I saw you bowl. You looked beautiful. And, uh, you know, I know that sometimes uh, they outscore you. They may not out-bowl you, but somebody can outscore you at any time. So you just keep that mental uh, positive attitude that you have. And uh, I want to thank you also and your brothers for joining this club. Uh, what we want to do is give some more exposure to the junior bowlers, actually, they're, they're our future. And if we don't have anybody replacing what we have now, uh, it's going to run out of people pretty soon. We don't want that to happen because it's such a wonderful sport. And uh, I know you guys, uh, by talking to your dad, you live in San Diego, and you travel around all over the place. So <laughs> it's got to be wearing on you, wore you out from time to time. So you make sure that you always get a lot of good rest and that uh, you eat good food so you don't get sick, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right, Lynn. Um, and I just want to thank you for what you do because, um, you know, like you said, I would say bowling is starting to get back up again, and it's, it's because of people like you who really take pride in what they do and they like to spread it out not only to the ones who are bowling, as an adult, but to the ones who are the future, which are the kids. And I just want to say thank you for that as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate hearing that, honey. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not out here to make any money off the kids. Everything's going to be free. We're going to give away presents and prizes and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the kids every one of our shows from now on. I'm going to dedicate part of Phantom Radio. As a matter of fact, uh, I've been announcing the last couple shows uh, some of the people that have joined our club, and I want to mention a few of them today. One of them, uh, you probably know these people, Mackenzie Pitts and, and Mikey Balfour, Ethan Oat, and Caitlin. There's another Caitlin. Do you know Caitlin Jones? Um, I've, I've heard of these names, but I can't really picture the faces, but I'm sure they're great people as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I'm sure they are. And there's another girl, uh, Mallory Newton. Um, they all joined the club, and we're going to be talking about uh, all these people and more as time goes by. And, and one of the things, you can pass this along if you want, uh, people can... Uh, contact me, email me, or text me with questions. 
And if we use the question, they'll get a prize. And we'll mention their name on the show. We want to give as much exposure to the kids because we need these kids. And the more exposure we get, who knows, maybe we'll get more sponsors so that when you go on the tour, you can become a millionaire the first year. <laughs> That'd be ideal. <laughs> yeah. And your dad could buy a plane so you could fly around instead of driving <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, driving, yeah. <laughs> so listen, I got another question here for you because uh, I don't want to shut you down early. I, I know that you have a busy schedule. I mean, I know you went from Ohio to Las Vegas, back to San Diego, you know, all in a few days. You weren't feeling too yeah. hot, but uh, your schedule's really busy, and it isn't just been the last couple of weeks. It's been busy for a couple of years, but have you <laughs> had a chance uh, to sit back yet and chart out a course that's going to set you up for all your goals down the road somewhere? Uh, have you thought anything about the, the future? Yeah, um, I think about it a lot, actually. And they in school, they like to teach us um, little um, – I'm an uh, AVID, which is, like, this college-ready um, class. And they it really helps me because they allow me to try to create a bunch of short-term goals um, in order to reach, like, a big long-term goal. So if I were to talk about my short-term goals, I would say um, I want to work towards the tournaments that I am bowling in the next year, um, especially this summer. Um, but I do have my first PWBA event in May at Stockton. So I'm mentally and physically preparing for that. But if I'm being honest with you, Len, recently I've been off the top focused on school recently. Um, I have an AP exam coming up in May as well, right before or right after my PWBA event. And I have tests every week at school. So when I'm gone on the weekends, I try my best to make up for it during the week. But obviously, I'm just like, sometimes I fall behind, but I do work towards to kind of get ahead before I go on these trips. Um, I'm always preparing for those tests every week. I've been really shooting into academics recently. Um, because I know being a student athlete isn't the easiest thing to do, but I do balance it well. And I'm very grateful that I have a good support system to do so. Um, so, yeah, it's really all I got right now. Well, you know, that, that one word we talked about a couple times already is positive thinking. And, you know, you go into a library and if you want to study something on, uh, you know, rocks or the moon or you want to study – about any subject, uh, there's a few books on everything, but if you look for self-help, the library is just jam-packed full of hundreds of books on self-help because uh, I went to a study class one time and the teacher said to me, or actually said to the whole group, there was 200 of us there, and he said, who's your best friend? And write it down. So we wrote it all down. And so he said, okay, how many of you put your name, yourself down as your best friend? <laughs> Only about 3% of the class did because they don't think about themselves. We can be our own best friend, our own worst enemy. And that happens to a lot of people. It holds them back because they don't think about themselves enough. And uh, you sound like you're well-adjusted and you're well on your way. Uh, 
I'm gonna, I got another question for you, but uh, after the question, I'm going to give you a minute or two uh, to to say your final thoughts about the show. Okay, so okay, give it a little bit of thought uh, because uh, before we wrap up the show, I just want to thank our sponsors. You always got to thank the sponsors, as you know. I've seen you. Yes. I've seen you list things on the on the websites there and, and uh, your Facebook page. You thank all your sponsors. I noticed that the first thing. You, you're so far ahead of the game. It's wonderful. But, yeah, we want to thank uh, Storm Bowling. Uh, the Christmas are just wonderful people. Also, Brad Edelman from the High Roller. Uh, he's been a backer with us for forever. And also a good friend of ours uh, from Michigan. He just recently got inducted into the Coaches Ball a Hall of Fame, and his name is Dave Kowalski. So I just wanted to thank those people. And now I'm going to turn it back to you for a closing remark. Whatever you want to say, honey, you got the time. Um, I just want to take this time to also thank my sponsors and to kind of expose a little bit about PBA Junior. Um, I just want to thank Leanne um, and Gary Holzenberg and Blair Blumenshield for all their help with Storm, and I want to thank Storm itself for being such an amazing sponsor to me and for other youth bowlers. Um, I have so much gratitude for them because not only do they provide me and my um, my friends with what we need to be successful, they also give us the tools to kind of improve on our own as well. And when People can't be there behind us at all times. They give us the tools in order to be there for ourselves as well. Um, Drew and Missy Parkin, I wouldn't be here without um, their help. You know, they they took Mira Mesa Lanes under their wing and they they saved it from being you know knocked down. Um, they they <laughs> I have so much gratitude for them. They basically just. They took me and my siblings under their wing, and they gave us opportunities with their um, pro shop. They drill all of my bowling balls, Teddy at Mesa. He's amazing. Um, you know, they're so supportive. And Missy is such a role model for me, especially since I want to go on tour. Um, Missy and Drew also set me up with a vice contract, and that really does help um, because I've used vice all of my life. And nothing else really feels as good as I, so I was just really happy that I got that. <laughs> and not only did they do that, they also got me a Kulik contract. So, and Kulik, ever since I started using this stuff, man, I, I love this stuff. It's so lightweight because I sweat a lot when I pull. So, I was just really thankful for Missy and Drew. Um, and I do want to thank... Mike Sleds for giving me the opportunity to be a PBA Junior Ambassador. Um, like I said, I'm always trying my best to spread the sport of bowling, and I'm really happy I can do that as a PBA Junior Affiliate, um, kind of just spread it out, give bowlers who are in California, like, tournaments that they can bowl that are worth it, um, just trying to spread the love for bowling as much as I love it. I hope other people love it too. And I just want to thank you again, Len, for putting me on your show. Um, 
This is a great opportunity for a lot of people, and it's a great opportunity for me. So thank you. Well, you're welcome, Drew. And you're going to be on this show more often than you can believe because uh, <laughs> when Jason Belmonte came on the first couple of times, he was a raw rookie, but he'd been around the world and he won a lot of tournaments. And I predicted he'd be a, a world beater, and he sure is. Uh, again, I've been around the world myself many times uh, being involved in bowling. And uh, like you mentioned, Storm, uh, what a wonderful sponsor. They're everywhere. You, know, you go to Australia, there, there's a sign up there about Storm in a bowling tournament. And, and Leanne, you mentioned Leanne. Uh, she was a youngster uh, back in the day, right around here where I live. And she could bowl. She could bowl with the men. You can trust me on that. Uh, ask anybody about her when she was in her prime. She's still pretty good, but she was awesome back in the day. But, And I, I also wanted to congratulate you for being the ambassador. I do know Mike Sleds. Uh, we had a nice conversation. He's going to try to help us with this junior program. He loves the juniors, too. I've known Mike for about 50 years. Good guy. And... Uh, there's only been four or five ambassadors, and you're one of them. So, honey, yeah. I see by the old clock in the wall, we are out of time. And uh, good luck to you. Give my love to your folks and your brothers. And uh, I'll see you again in Stockton. I'm going to go down there and watch you beat up on some of these older women. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Thank you again. All right, honey. So, for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some loving care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I'll...